Life's too short. Life's too damn short. So, eat everything. Try anything. Exercise. Experience all that life has to offer. Here's exercise physiologist, medical journalist, and healthy talk host, Melanie Cole, MS. So if you have access to an apartment gym or you live in a building that has a really nice little gym area in the basement or on the third floor, do you use it or do you just sort of pass by it and look at the people that do use it and you see, well, I mean, I guess I could. And it's the same as if you're visiting a hotel that has a gym. How do you get the most out of it? My guest today is Dr. Christopher Berger. He's an exercise physiologist with Arizona State University. He also contributes a monthly fitness column to the Arizona Republic. Welcome to the show, Dr. Berger. Let's talk about the apartment gym. A lot of people, I have some friends, they live in these cool apartments that have these little great gyms, and I'm like, God, don't you use that thing every day? And they're like, no, I don't really ever go in. What do we say about that? Well, you know, in talking about this, you and I have talked before about travel fitness and healthy air travel and that sort of thing. And what struck me about this topic today was that it's very similar to the facility that you'll probably be seeing at your hotel when you're traveling. And so one of the tips that I give people for the hotel gym is going to be identical to what we talk about today with the apartment gym. Try to see it as an opportunity to do something new. If you normally go to a gym or you have a workout routine that you you know you know sort of practice at home, uh, see your apartment gym as an opportunity just to try something new. There's not going to be a lot of equipment. It's going to be very limited in terms of what you've got compared to your traditional you know large scale gym. But uh, you know just kind of do like a workout on the road, and when you approach it with that attitude, you'll uh, you'll you know try something new. I think you'll see some nice results in your workout. Well, typically, those kinds of gyms are usually free for people that live there or if you're in the hotel and such. So, I mean, that's such a huge plus and you don't have to go anywhere, but they're usually not staffed, Dr. Berger. So it's not like, you know, I mean, maybe they have two ellipticals, a treadmill, a bike and some weight training equipment. And so they're not staffed. And, And so what do you want people to know about learning to use that stuff? Well, so the first thing that comes to my mind is that they're also often remote. So your apartment might be on one floor or one part of the complex, and then you've got to walk to maybe a community center, and you could be doing this at night. So my first tip is that you have to take safety first. So bring a buddy. And if you can bring somebody, a neighbor or somebody else that you know at your complex and work out together, I think you'll feel a lot a lot safer. You'll have a, a fob or maybe some kind of key or some kind of swipe mechanism to get in. Um, you might be there by yourself or you might be there with somebody that you just don't know. So tip number one would be to bring a buddy. But I've got another one too. Um, people think about personal trainers as being, you know, just somebody that they hire at their gym or they, you know, get part of a package when they join a gym. But there are lots of personal trainers out there now who will come to you. And so if you don't feel comfortable with a neighbor yet, you're a new resident of the community, uh, definitely take advantage of some of these trainers out there who are insured and they are well-credentialed and they can really help you to be creative when you go to your own gym then at the, at the apartment complex. Well, see, that's a great idea and something that I actually have been doing for 30 years. I have been an in-home trainer. And so that's what I do is go to people's, well, you know, did before this gig, but, you know, go to people's homes and work with them with their equipment and or go to their apartment buildings and use those. Now, I mean, in a hotel, it's different because sometimes they won't let you bring a trainer in. You'd have to use somebody that they contract out. But generally in those apartment buildings, 
You can bring a trainer, and I think it's a great idea. And trainers, speaking from the trainer's perspective, listeners, I can tell you that we love working in apartment gyms because they've got all this great equipment. They're usually never crowded, and maybe we pick up a few extra clients because they see us working with you. So it's not a terrible thing, and it does, as Dr. Berger said, help a lot. Now, using this, getting down there, getting the motivation, that's everybody's biggest thing, right? And so what do you want people to know about the ease of these and the fact that they're right there and that motivation? Tell us a little bit about it. Well, you know, and that's a good point. You know, it's sometimes when you walk past something every day, you take it for granted. So things that are very convenient to us are often taken for granted. And so you're not going to, you're not going to make use of this nice facility. Uh, Well, one thing that works for me is I tell myself when I pay my rent that I'm paying for this thing. (laughs) I don't like to waste money. You know, I don't like to uh, write these big rent checks. And many of these apartment complexes are luxury apartment complexes. So you're paying for it. So if you want to think about things uh, from a financial perspective, that usually helps me a lot. Um, but another thing, too, is if you take a look at the range of services that your property offers, you know, it, maybe it's not the apartment gym, per se, that we should talk about. Maybe you've got a pool, and you can do a little bit of exercise in the pool. Um, or maybe, you know, your apartment gym is a place where you warm up and cool down, and then you go out for your run. So you, you've got this facility there. You might as well use it. It's convenient. Um, but another thing to think about, too, is just stop and think about it from a different perspective in terms of like what you can do. If you're thinking, oh, I could do the treadmill or I could do the elliptical, that, that's great. But if you actually walk into your gym someday and see, oh, you know what? We've got these therapy balls. Oh, I didn't realize that we had free weights. Oh, we've got a Smith machine. For Pete's sake, there are dozens of exercises that you can perform using a Smith machine. So I think you just have to kind of go down there and just sort of see, you know what? I've got more here than I realized. And um, like anything else, it becomes a habit. And we encourage that. Good fitness. Well, yeah, of course we do. So having a plan and, and, you know, maybe they only have a few pieces of equipment. And like you say, there's a lot that you can do with a Smith Smith machine. There's a lot you can do with free weights. And so changing it up, that's one of the secrets to this motivation, right? And to keeping it fresh is changing it up. Even with a trainer, sometimes you get those trainers and you do the same exercise for like a year and you're like, okay, I'm so bored. Yeah. So you kind of, you know, much like a hotel gym, you take your workout on the road and you don't get yourself locked into your normal routine and locked into your normal workout. You can try something new. So one of the things that these gyms often have, they often have some free weights. And so, you know, there are simple things that you can do from uh, dumbbell lunges where you stand in position and then step forward, you know, perform a lunch type uh, uh, maneuver. Whereas before, like maybe in your traditional gym, you might be, you know, you might have a piece of equipment that's designed to strengthen the quadriceps. You'd perform a leg extension with a leg extension machine or a hamstring curl with a hamstring machine. I can't promise you that some of these smaller apartment gyms are going to have that. So uh, start getting creative with respect to uh, free weights. You could perform a squat, a goblet squat, requires really nothing more than a dumbbell that you're comfortable with and maybe a mirror to check your former technique. And lots of these apartment gyms have mirrors. So, um, you know, you can, you can get really creative with the free weights that they've got. And there's all kinds of things that you can do just if, just like you said, just to freshen things up a little bit. Also, you could talk to management. I mean, if it, one of my friend's gyms has a big, huge video screen 
and a bunch of like, you know, yoga classes, yoga for dummies or weight training, beginning weight training, whatever. And you just pop in the DVD and it's got a huge screen and mats. And so then you can basically have it like a class or they've even got like a spinning DVD in there and you get on the bike and you just watch the screen. So I think if you talk to management, you can also help maybe design the gym to whatever you feel your needs are. And I mean, take it to the max. Then you get good at this and you start to, uh, you know, look at uh, some of these group fitness certifications and now you have a sideline uh, income. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mean to put you, don't mean to put you out of business, Melanie, but, um, you know, there are, there are ways that you can, um, you can really use this uh, for socialization. And that was another point that I wanted to make. You know, we see people, you know, uh, suffering from depression and people who are maybe unmotivated, but, you know, you're living in a community. It might not always feel like that, but these apartment complexes are often large. And, you know, there's a diverse population that lives in most of these places. And so you're living in a community. So whereas I want you to be safe, I don't want you to go down there by yourself or do anything that you feel uncomfortable with. I say, bring a buddy. But, you know, these are also nice opportunities to get to know your neighbors. And I think I think we need to do that more as a population is to, to get to know each other. So, you know, proceed with caution. But I mean, some, some apartment communities have, you know, community boards, whether they're online or whether they're actually a cork board. And uh, so it might be a nice way to to get a few neighbors together and get to know each other. And then you got somebody who can keep an eye on your apartment when you have to travel. So um, it, can, it can work to help improve socialization too, I think. More with Melanie Cole coming up. But first, I want to tell you about Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. Yes, I'm not kidding. This is really cool. Health IQ can save you up to 33% because physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, 20% lower risk of cancer, and a 58% lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive. And these savings are exclusive to Health IQ. Now you have to qualify by taking a Health IQ quiz or other lifestyle quizzes like the Cycling IQ or Running IQ quiz. And you can also get additional savings by submitting actual data such as race results from a 5K that you've run. And Health IQ doesn't just take this info and pass it on to an insurer. They are with you every step of the way from interest to application through underwriting to the final policy enforcement. It's pretty cool. Now, by being healthy, you not only live a better life, but now you can also pay less for your life insurance. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com slash life's too short or mention the promo code life's too short when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Once again, check this out. It's really cool. Just go to healthiq.com slash life's too short. Now back to Melanie Cole. Dr. Berger, give us a quick outline with lower body, upper body, core, your favorite body weight exercises that people can do just any time that they want to go in. You already mentioned lunges, but but talk about that. Go from the top to the bottom or the bottom to the top and give us a little workout. Well, I will start from bottom to top, and I'll start with a multi-joint exercise that um, people seem to struggle with, but I think just a simple squat, 
even if you can't go through a full range of motion with the squat, uh, practicing it in front of a mirror and, um, you know, grabbing one of those uh, dumbbells, grabbing, um, you know, even a, even a medicine ball, something, something to have in your hands um, to, to work on that, to practice improving your flexibility, your range of motion, et cetera. So I, I, I'm always implicating a squat as a good exercise. Uh, working our way up, I really like performing something as simple as a crunch uh, using these uh, large uh, therapy balls. Uh, you know, make sure that they're properly inflated and you're safe about it. But um, those really can cause you to activate a variety of muscles, three-dimensional workouts there uh, that makes a big difference in terms of your core strength. Um, and then there's a variety of things you can do, reverse crunches um, with the, the, the balls and uh, regular crunches with those as well are, are really good to do. And then um, more and more, I think people um, are uh, focusing on their deltoid strength, or I should say their deltoid or shoulder muscle weaknesses. And so there's a variety of things that you can do to strengthen the deltoids. Uh, grab a dumbbell in either hand. Uh, you can perform shrugs, really feel it in the back at, the, at your neck, in the back of your neck. Um, do some lateral raises, arms out, arms back in, uh, some frontal raises. I mean, there's a variety of things that you can do to strengthen the deltoids there, but they're three-dimensional sort of cuff-shaped muscles that um, really need your attention as well. And, you know, you're getting a little bit of synergistic or assisting action uh, from the biceps and the triceps as well. So I know that seems very simple, but sometimes that's where we need to start is to work on our form and work on our technique. And uh, there's no reason whatsoever why an apartment gym can't afford that. So start there. Absolutely great advice. So people, you can follow along in that podcast and do the workout that Dr. Christopher Berger just gave to you. And I think that that's so cool. I always love to do workouts like that. So body weight exercises, but getting the most out of your apartment gym, your hotel gym. If you've got one in your building, you're really lucky because, you know, it makes it so easy. They're usually free and it's just, you don't have to go anywhere and dress up or worry about a big club and entrance fees and all that. You're already paying for it. As Dr. Berger said, so get in on that apartment, Jim. Talk to management. Have it restructured how you how it works for you. You know, meet some new friends, some neighbors. Be safe in there, and you know, just get a great workout in. Thanks so much for listening. This is Melanie Cole, and you are listening to Life's Too Short because it is, and so am I. And we always like you to listen at RadioMD.com, but you can also listen at iHeartRadio, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher. We're all over the place. So thanks so much for listening and stay well.